money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I am. I'm kind of been feisty today. Like, yeah. Feeling feisty? I don't know. That's I'm not like, an it's abnormal. A- <laughs> I, for those listeners, maybe we should do like a, okay, uh, a poll with the listeners. At least once How a many month. weeks does Reb say I'm feeling feisty? Right? I, I mean, there, there are, there's a lot of weeks that you say. I know. Feel- maybe that's a thing. Yeah, well. <laughs> It's it's a thing that I like about you anyway. Okay. So. Well, good. good. Okay. So, it's yeah. it's our radio show. Let's talk money with Dave and Reb, where we talk about the heart issues around money. Yes. Feistily. Feistily. Is that and a word? Th- Feistily. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, or whenever right off, or like, whenever you're listening to it. Could be an evening for you. We don't say that that tritely. Like, What's that? I am thank really you for li- thank yes. thankful for, for those people that listen, that comment back. Yes. That, that, like, um, you know, we are we are just thankful for you yes. this morning. And, and I can't believe anyone wants to listen to me for 28 minutes. Well, I, I do. Well, you time, do. But yeah, but that's amazing to me. So, th- so, yes, I am very grateful. Anyway, yes. So if you haven't heard us before and this is your first time, there's other places you can find us. CHRI.ca archived or more than enough.ca. Uh, more than enough is our uh, business uh, that does mortgages, taxes, but primarily financial coaching, where we love to see people walk in hope and freedom in their finances. And that's why we're here doing what we do. And uh, we always start the show with scripture. And today actually comes out uh, from a question from one of our clients. I don't even know who we got this sent through our uh, min assistant. And she or he wants to know what the first step is to getting started into a healthy financial lifestyle. When you re- realize that something's got to change, what is the first step? So we're going to talk about this um, this morning. And Dave and I are going to have an interesting discussion because I have some questions for him about why he thinks what he thinks. But before we go there, I actually found some really great verses about laziness. And you're going to wonder why on earth yeah, I was, I was. Because you, say. you cannot be lazy when it comes to your finances. And when you're lazy, some things are going to happen that you might, uh, uh, complain about, mm-hmm. but really you have to own it. And I know that that's coming off hard. And we always talk about being judge free, shame free, but. God. So this is self-identification. So a little preface, Reb is feisty today, right? But this is, this is again, for you to look at your finances and say, am I lazy in my finances? Ask yourself the question. Don't point the finger at anybody else. Right. This is this about is you. your finances. This is how it plays out. If you are a couple and you're like, oh, you know, I'm not lazy, but my spouse is. Stop. Stop. Don't do Don't it. Don't do that. <laughs> no. Uh, we're talking about, you know what? Let's talk about you. Let's talk. Uh, this is a time to, to kind of look at myself and say. I, what struck me when I was reading this stuff and we were talking about what's the first step to financial health. I was like, okay, we have camouflaged laziness with, well, that's not how I'm wired. Or, or she takes care of it. Or he takes care of it. Or 
uh, well, we just didn't have time. And is it, it may not be, those may be legit reasons, but we're just challenging you this morning. I'm challenging myself. Is there any lazy part? And the other little thing I want to just make sure we throw in here, because it's important. <laughs> we're qualifying yeah, this so we I'm, don't I'm offend anybody, we're I not, guess. Ca- we're not calling you lazy in personality. <laughs> But we might be lazy in our finances. Okay, right? true. So, yes. so we are talking about ask yourself the question, am I lazy in my finances and how I handle, manage, think about and speak about my finances? Because for Reb and I, that's, I, can, I, I can identify with that to say, you know what? I know that if I just don't do this, Reb will do it. Like so, she, she'll do that because I, and I know, I, I know. There are times where I'm just being lazy. Uh, or, right. Or there's sometimes, okay, on the opposite end, we'll get to the scripture verse in a minute. On the opposite end, we're like, oh, I'm just lazy. I just don't deal with my finances. When actually there's a heart issue that's got to be dealt with. So you will deal with your finances. It hasn't, you're just pushing it off because there's fear. You're pushing it off because it causes stress and it, ha- it isn't laziness. So this will take some discernment, but we wanted to raise this issue because First financial health steps is identifying laziness, identifying some of the heart issues along the journey, but you can't be lazy when it comes to money. And I guess that's why these verses popped out at me. We can't be lazy. If you want financial health, you have to be intentional and do the hard lifting. So this is what a lazy person is. According to uh, psychology, the psychology of laziness, I'll put these show notes in too. Neil Burton is a doctor and he wrote this. A person is being lazy if he's able to carry out some act. If he is able to carry out some activity, a person is being lazy if he is not able to carry out some activity that he ought to carry out, but is disinclined to do so because of the effort involved. Instead, he carries out the activity perfunctorily or engages in some other less strenuous or less boring activity or remains idle. In short, he is being lazy if his motivation to spare himself effort trumps his motivation to do the right or expected thing. Ah, I love that line. Can we read it again? You're being lazy if your motivation to spare yourself the effort trumps your motivation to do the right or expected thing. Sometimes you just got to do the hard expected thing, whether you feel like it or not. And some of us who are of European workaholic descent, (laughs) I shouldn't say workaholic, you know, European descent who come from immigrants who whose parents and grandparents, you know, were out there walking to work because they didn't have a car. That was my grandfather. He he when he came to Canada, he did not bring his wealth with him. And so off he went. He didn't have a car. So he walked to work Mm -hmm. in his old age and he worked far beyond his uh, retirement years as we define them. So he was not a lazy man. Um, But I want to read the scripture verses actually from Proverbs 26. And I'm going to start from verse 10. The great God who formed everything gives the fool his hire and the transgressor his wages. As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. The lazy man says, there is a lion on the road. A fierce lion is in the streets. As the door turns on its hinges, so does the lazy man on his bed. The lazy man buries his hand in the bowl. It wearies him to bring it back to his mouth. 
The lazy man is wiser in his own why. Uh, own eyes than seven men who can answer sensibly. These are some like really great comparisons about what a lazy man is. You, you think that the writer of the Proverbs had an issue with laziness? Like I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think. I, yeah, or you know, it's the Lord, the Lord writing yeah. it to us. I mean, I yeah, anyway. So this can be a touchy subject today, but we want to talk about it. We just want to say off the bat, it takes intention. To, to go in the right financial direction when you know there needs to be a change, we want to encourage you. So, and and we, we, we've used this me- metaphor um, often, if you've listened to the show before or if you've been coached uh, through more than enough. And, and uh, because we talk about money, we talk about money flowing and, and like currency, like water. Mm-hmm. We talk about money as a, you know, a, you're on a river and, and the money flows, right? And, and so, um, you know, when you think about this in terms of, of this conversation around, am I lazy with money? Uh, I had this picture of, you know, essentially you're sitting, the, the, the proverb talked about is sitting on his bed and he's too lazy to even bring the food to his mouth. And I was thinking about, well, in, in that picture of the, the water flowing downstream, the current going that stream, the default uh, of our current financial is, is debt. And if we're in the canoe and we're actually just sitting there and we're too lazy to put the paddle in, into the water, because you do have to swim against, like you do have to paddle mm-hmm. against the current. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to end up in a place where you don't want to be, right? Like, yes. uh, And so, you know, that same picture of, yeah, um, it's not terribly complicated. We don't, you know, again, I love that picture of being in a canoe. You just put your paddle in the water and start paddling. Mm-hmm. Like you just start doing it. And eventually you start moving against the current or you get where you want to go, however that plays out. But it's not a complicated exercise, but it is a repetitive exercise. It is mm-hmm. something that you have to keep at. The minute you stop, you get then carried away by the current. The current again. takes you I know, away. And it's so, right? and especially like I was just thinking in this climate when we've been locked down and I know we're opening in our phases and all of that. But some of us, including me, some mornings you get up and you just want to stay in bed. And I mean, we're not saying that the, the, you know, our mental health does keep us in a place of not tackling some of the things we should. And I understand that. But when you're able, I mean, my, grand, my grandfather, if he didn't go to work when they immigrated, they didn't eat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how he did it all all those years, and but he did, and I don't know how people do it today. Who you know, we are we have some luxury involved. We've been in this country for a long time. We have nice jobs. We have access to CERB or EI or any of those things. But even with that government help, we need to be intentional. And, yeah, and, I, and I think I mean again in our conversation, just just talking about. It not being complicated, but not being lazy. So, so you mm-hmm. know, we've, we've got some tips and things that Reb, you're going to put in the show notes too. Yeah. But these are things that, that just, hey, look at our daily or, or our situation or our spending. And, and I often use the one that, that I thought of right away when we were talking about this is, is, you know, how many of us don't have stuff that we keep saying, oh, I should put that on Kijiji or, mm-hmm. you know, like a, we have stuff that we're like, oh, I should do that. Now, that's not a complicated exercise. Um, you know, yeah, 
it takes maybe five minutes. You have to go out, take a picture of it if you don't have a self. Like, there, yeah, there's some stuff to do. But the reality is, is that we often don't do it because we're lazy. I mean, I'm just being honest with myself and mm-hmm. saying, you know, the reason I didn't put it on Kijiji was just because you I found something ex- else to do. Well, right? And, you and that goes to your definition right, you just ex- read. Yeah, the expending the effort to do. Uh, you yeah, know, and, I have and, to take the picture. I got to do this. I got to post it. And then I might have to respond to something. And, and you're like, Okay, let's just be honest, Dave, and I'm being honest with myself. I'm just being lazy. I just need to... The, I, the end result is, is that I'm going to sell something and I can probably use that money for well, something else. Well, and I else. think you mentioned one of our clients before. I don't know. Maybe... I, I can't remember all the conversations. Maybe you didn't do it on the show, but you had said that there was a client who wanted to put new floors down mm-hmm. and um, she ended up collecting a whole bunch of stuff and sold it and it was like 500 bucks. You know, and in that case, there's a goal. So sometimes one of the, so, you know, here they've asked, the client has asked us, what's the one thing you do? I mean, there's so many interconnected pieces in our financial journey of getting our our financial health on the right path. I know you have a big one that we're going to talk about in a minute, but really in the case of your client who collect, who sold stuff on, on Kijiji or wherever and collected that money, she had a goal. She had a purpose. Right, right. And and that's another question we throw out there, right? We don't want to be lazy, but but sometimes our motivation and our purpose for getting our our finances in a good place, we need to know what that goal is. If we don't know what the purpose is of why we're going to get out of debt or why we're going to start um, you know, getting a handle and facing our finances, we a purpose really helps us. Um overcome laziness it helps us overcome the hurdles and the obstacles um that that are sometimes really hard even mentally to overcome to do the right thing today right uh, you know and and i think i i would even push that a little bit further and to say and to say that purpose is the antidote to laziness in the sense that yeah uh, you know if the, how many of us are driven by a deadline yeah. You know, just the fact that I want to get this thing done and, and, you know, I have till next Tuesday. So maybe it's a self-imposed deadline or maybe it's a, an, a deadline that's imposed by us. But the reality is, is that we will do all kinds of crazy things when there's that, that deadline and when there's, there's, as you said, purpose to it. And you're saying, okay, I have to accomplish this because if I don't get this done by this next Tuesday, I get fired. Okay, well, there's purpose and an incentive, yes. right? Uh, and so, you know, I, we're starting with, with laziness because this first step is so important. It is. It's not complicated, but the default is we're going to, ah, do I really need to do that? And, and it's a little bit the same with, with whenever we talk about managing money, but this particular first step. The one step, that you suggested. That, yeah. This so, is the first step. And the first step is drum roll, please. Da-na-na-na-na. The drum roll, please, that you develop an, an emergency, emergency cushion. cushion. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so while you're combating laziness or you're combating your, the obstacles in mentally, right? So, we got to do the right thing while you've started to think, oh, well, you know, maybe I want to save up for this or that, or maybe I just don't want to be in debt anymore because it's so much stress. That's your purpose. Mm-hmm. You've got your purpose. You're decided you're going to be intentional. You're not going to 
You're going to do the hard thing and you're going to build this emergency cushion. And what on earth is an emergency cushion? So before I go there, I'm going to go back to the question, though, because, you know, the question is, is, you know, I've realized that I want to get my my finances in order and I want to, you know, where is the first thing that I need to do? And then, you know, I say you need to build an emergency cushion and you're like, huh? Like, that's it. That's the first step. Like, okay, and now to your question, what is an emergency emergency cushion? cushion? Because I had questions about this, and I don't know if it would be my first step, but I'm, you know, Dave's the coaching guru, so I'm going to ask him some questions about this to pick his brain a little bit about why he says an emergency cushion. What is it? Well, an emergency cushion is a place where you can go that you don't have to go to credit when emergencies happen and and i'm not saying if emergencies happen i'm saying when emergencies happen because no matter how good we are at planning what we spend and spending what we plan no matter how good we are about uh, looking down the road and trying to see the things emergencies happen in our life we don't have control of some some things and in fact we want to build in that accommodation for emergencies so that you're not always stressed out trying to figure everything out and trying to to see all of the things that are coming down the pipe you can say you know what there's some things that i can see that are coming at us i can deal with those but there's some things that i can't see and i don't have to worry about them Mm -hmm. because i have an emergency cushion and this is one of the big reasons why an emergency cushion is a step number one is so important there's a practical aspect we know emergencies are going to happen and we need some money to, to have set aside specifically for that. That's so, the practical side. The emotional side is, mm-hmm. the, the heart side is, is that you have an emergency cushion. You can go, huh, I don't need to try and control every little thing that's coming at our family um, because I'm trying to make give every dollar a name and I'm trying to control all of that stuff. And if I miss something then we go into financial crisis or financial tailspin. We don't want that. We, we so, don't want that stress to be carrying all the time. Right. So, so, that, so oh, that cushion, is, it's, it's not that you have a cushion on your couch. We don't mean that and you stuff money into it. That, well, you well, could do that you if you want that. to. Don't tell the kids. <laughs> <laughs> when we say, and most of you have heard this, but maybe some of you have, haven't. It's a bank account that you have, a savings account even, where you're putting money aside every month, every week, every day, if you want, and you're building this emergency cushion up, this uh, amount of money. So instead of going to your credit line, instead of going to a credit card when um, your engine blows, let's say on your car, and you weren't planning for that engine to blow and it's going to cost you, or maybe that's even for our, in our case, it's tires going, or maybe there's a leak in one of the windows and we yep. have to fix it. emergency a w- by definition, we can't figure out we what it is. We can't figure out right? what like it is. It it's comes. not Christmas. It technically no. isn't snow tires because we know we get snow in Canada and all that stuff. And every we should spring, be, every fall. Dave and I should be. should be saving money for that. That's one area we're really bad at is the tire thing. Anyway, um, I'm just confessing publicly in front of you all. So it is this place so that when, and then when you have that built up, but here's my question. And that's why I say, is it really the first thing you do? Because to build that emergency cushion up, you need to do some things. And that is to spend less than you make. Well, yeah, but we go back to this, this where we started with laziness. Um, you know, even if let's let's let me just paint the scenario. 
let's say you don't want to look at your finances and you're like, I, I don't want to do that. But Dave says the first thing I need to do is get an emergency cushion. Well, the question that you ask is, is how do I do that legally, right? So <laughs> I have to build up this, 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 this cushion of money, this amount of money. I have to do that somehow. How do I do that legally so, so that I have that there in case there's an emergency? Yes, you could build your emergency cushion without actually having your finances in order. You could sell some stuff. You could take a tax return. You See, could- but this is, well, you and I had this discussion. This is where I was feisty about this conversation because you have, like, if, so to build this emergency cushion, and we talk about it in our financial mm-hmm. fitness seminar, you take the number we use at the seminar is $300. You find $300 for three months and you want to get your emergency cushion to at least $1,000. So you're selling stuff. You're spending less than you make to find that $300, which also means you're going to figure out what you're spending, what your, what your income is and what your expenses are. So there's a, but you're saying that you could actually just build your emergency cushion and you wouldn't have to quite face all of those details yet. You're saying that you could sell stuff. You could, uh, like, I just don't want people taking money from their groceries to put it in there when, when they're going to put all kinds of stuff on credit just to build their emergency cushion. Well, we don't want to create more emergencies right. by filling up your emergency cushion, right? So, you know, using your example, okay, I'm going to fill up my emergency cushion to, uh, you know, that $1,000 um, because that's, that's the goal, but I'm going to n- not let the kids eat for three months. Well, that creates an emergency. Well, it right? does. Yes. Right. Okay. So we're asking you to be wise as well. So you, but you're saying, I, you know what? I, what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> often you, you, we, we try and get our finances in order, living on less than we make right. first. And sometimes that's, that's a real slowdown because that takes time and that takes, okay. right. And so what I'm saying is, is concurrently, don't don't let the fact that you don't have all of your ducks in a row in your personal keep finances you from building that keep emergency you from being cushion. building that emergency right. cushion. And that's why I say it's step number one, because it will actually help you at the beginning to avoid those emergencies. So you might have some emergencies going on and you're like, wait a minute, I can sell this. I can do this. I can work an extra shift and put that money into the emergency cushion and build it up. Right. And. You know what? While now, I'm still making the minimum while, payments. While on I'm trying to figure out my own finances. Finance. They happen right. concurrently. But this this exhale of, wow, when I get that into the into the account and it's there and I'm like, okay, now I have it there. The, the second step, of course, with any emergency cushion is maintaining it. Right. I have to have the ability. And that's where you talk about, well, yes, I need to live on less than I make. Because if I don't live on less than I make, then every month I'm having an emergency. And I'm draining right. that account. And every month, that's not going to work. Right. right? At, and at our financial fitness seminar, we talk about that as the debt snowball. Dave Ramsey talks about it. It's not. You can Google it. We have a recording of it. If you need it, I can send it to you of what the debt snowball is. Um and, and finding the $300 that we talk about and putting that extra money on on credit. And that's a whole other radio show. And we have the teaching. Yeah, you're moving way the, beyond, beyond I know. We're so, just but sticking we're, to, I know. okay, what uh, is the first step? The first right, step. So if I'm this lady and I come to you and I say, when you realize something's got to change, what's the first step? The, the, her purpose is knowing that she wants something to change in her finances. 
And that's something we, we should name it. So if I'm, if I'm saying to you as a coach, I want something to change. And you say to me, well, what do you want to change? Well, I don't want to be in debt anymore. Then that's my purpose. So, and then you say to me, well, actually the first thing you do, uh, you, you be intentional. You're not going to be lazy. You're going to work. I'm going to stand with you as my coach and you're going to uh, keep encouraging me. You don't want to be in debt. And the first thing we're going to do is build this emergency cushion. And, uh, and while we're doing and while that, we're doing that, while we're doing that, okay. we're facing our finances, okay. right? We talk about financial awareness creates empowerment. Right. F-A-C-E. Yeah. The, the two, again, we, we are separating out this idea that the number one step is to build an emergency cushion. Yes, absolutely. But the number one step also is to face your finances. And the number one well, step is it, to get some help. And it goes back to what we said at the beginning. They're all kind of intermeshed. Mm-hmm. But yes, if we're going to separate one, you're saying it is possible. And actually, I've never heard you say this before. So this is why I'm asking you so many questions. That we can uh, find a way uh, and and as as believers, as people of faith, this is a, a thing we pray about. Mm-hmm. So we're throwing in the prayer thing too. If you want to to have some things getting aligned for you, you pray to the Lord and ask Him for His guidance and help. And you read. We can help you with biblical principles. Mm-hmm. There are lots of resources out there. We there's lots of education about how to do money, but there's also lots of resources about what God's Word says about how we can do money. He gave us a very practical handbook about money. Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, again, when we, we, we're, we're trying to narrow down kind of what is the first step. And, and, you know, on a practical side, the emergency cushion is the first step. On, um, as I said, there, there's a number of kind of first things that <laughs> we know. are going to focus on right. when you enter, when you ask this question. Uh, but let's keep it simple. Yes. Is, okay, so what happens when I have my emergency cushion fill? Okay, are we able to maintain it? What does that look like? Again, we're always facing our finances. We're always looking at that. But the, the reality is, and, and you've got uh, a little article that you mentioned earlier on by, by uh, Nell Burton. I think his name was Nell Burton. If All right, he's a doctor. He did that one. But there's an, about some things about what to do about lazy habits. Or is right. That, yeah, yes. that's, that's so the one. That was, there is another one that I'll have linked um, in there. And it's about um, our habits that we can actually, um, will help us get out of our laziness. So one of the, do you want me to throw out a couple of them quickly? Sure, yeah. If you have gift cards, go use them. Yeah. You may have them sitting there. Um, if you have old stuff collecting dust, Dave already said, go sell it. Um, if you, perhaps we've learned actually in this season, there's a place on CRA you can go and figure out if you have a tax refund that you haven't claimed. Um, there's these little things that you can do. Don't wait too long to pay your bill because you're going to be paying interest. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one. If you know you have a bill and even if you you have trouble paying for it, call the place, call. Or make partial payments. And make right? partial reduces payments. Your- reduces the interest. There's all these little things. Comparison um, shop again, just online. You can you can do a really quick comparison shop to see if you're getting uh, a half decent deal. It doesn't mean you have to get the lowest uh, dollar value, but at least you know, hey, you know what? I'm in in the range. I'm paying what I want for that, right? I like this store better than the other store. Right. That thing. Um, one of them is if you have a money making idea and it's just been sitting in the back of your mind, then go for it and do it. 
then just try it, even if it's a risk. Mm-hmm. So I, we're coming totally to the end of the show. We have packed so much in this conversation as usual. usual. So Let me pray. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you that, uh, you know, as we just take the first step, and really that's what it is, that we take the first step and we just commit it to you. Uh, we know that the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And so, Lord, we're just in our finances. We're just committing today to take that first step. Uh, and we commit that to you. And we thank you that you walk before us and behind us and around us and uh, to see us walk in a place of, of safety and prosperity. And we thank you for that all in Christ's name. Amen. So next week, join us when we talk money again. Thanks for joining us. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.